What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Rolinda Speaks podcast. We're back with a brand new episode. What's up, fam? How's everyone doing? I hope fine. I hope you are taking some time to reflect, relax, release, or whatever it is you do, but to find purpose and meaning and joy in your life, whether that's personally or professionally, but for all of us to continue to keep evolving and challenging ourselves to step into our full purpose, being our best authentic selves. And so today's episode we're going to jump on in is titled Change Isn't Silent. Yes, you heard that right. Change isn't silent. So in this moment that we have, this moment of reckoning, this moment of awareness, I've been noticing that many social media feeds are returning back to normal in quotations. This idea of projecting a perfect aesthetic, you know those photos, the perfect shot of the perfect vacation spot or the perfect angle to showcase the food in which you're eating. I see us reverting back to those. And I just was thinking about this and this idea of we're in this moment where real meaningful change can happen, but yet it feels like it's happening in silence. And you know, when you have companies and organizations thinking about what changes they're going to make within their company or corporate settings, it oftentimes feels like they want the change to happen, but they want it to happen silently. And I I just was thinking about this of when we think about acts of hate, when we think about acts of discrimination, when we think about acts of racism, those happen so loudly. Those moments are so egregious. They're so loudly, not all of them, right? We, we know that there's an insidious aspect of, of many of the acts that take place, right? And the cumulative effect of those. But when we think about these seminal moments that really rock us to our core, those moments are often loud moments. So we can take the current landscape right now, thinking about the George Floyd video, thinking about the incident in Central Park, these loud, loud moments. And so it got me thinking, if those moments were loud and they rocked us to our core, where there was this sense of we have to pause and think about what we can do to create a better future, why isn't our change as loud? And so when I think about this in the context of corporations and businesses and schools and institutions of higher learning, there have been statements that have been released, but the change isn't coming as loudly as the acts of hate and the acts of discrimination. And so it got me thinking that if we are going to really make change, and that's for us as individuals or on a larger scale level with businesses and corporations and institutions, your change has to be loud. It has to be bold. It has to be courageous. And it has to be willing to risk something. It has to be. And I find that in this moment, there is an attempt to want to hold the space for, yes, I want change to happen. 
but oh, I'm afraid of who I might offend. I'm afraid of who I might upset. I'm afraid of who may not agree with me. And in this context, businesses, do they really want change? Or are they creating statements because they want to trend in this moment, but have no real idea about how they want to make systemic, long-standing change. And so I just want us to really think about the idea of why is change silent? Or why is there this idea that change should be silent? Change isn't silent. If we are going to make a change, it can't be one that is meant to soothe or make people feel comfortable. I'll say that again. Change isn't to soothe or make others comfortable. And when you're a person that's advocating for change, your goal can't be to soothe or make others feel comfortable. It really has to come from a place where you are asking those critical questions, where you are challenging others to think more deeply about their actions and how they live and move through the world and also asking folks to step up. And oftentimes this is a really hard concept when we are in this moment of we want change, we know that we need change. Also recognizing that in order to make change, it has to be loud and it has to be willing to knock the status quo and comfortability out of its seats. There's a sense of when we think about the culture, when we think about how we've been socialized, how we've been conditioned, there's real safety in what we know. And what we know is that there are these systems at play these systems that create unfair and inequitable advantage or disadvantage to groups of people. And so when we have come to know and accept this as normal, it makes it even more challenging when we are attempting to change those very systems. And so I see in this moment a lot of defaulting because it's what we know. And so... My ideas around this is somebody who is an advocator for change, specifically in the diversity, equity, and inclusion space. I'm always at the forefront of having to push these conversations and putting myself in spaces where perhaps what I say to someone they may have heard for the first time and it may rub them the wrong way. But again, My job is not to soothe or to make someone feel comfortable, but instead offer support, but offer critical support. Offer support that challenges assumptions, challenges norms, challenges behaviors, challenging the status quo. And in this role, I can't be the caretaker of shame or blame. That's too exhausting and I don't have the time or energy to do that. And so I want you to be thinking about that in your own sphere of influence. 
of how you can create change within your own community and how you can also create and spark change within yourself. So I've got five things to consider so that your change isn't silent. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. The first one, make your goals clear. Whatever it is that you are attempting to achieve with your change, make it clear. Spend some time writing it down. Spend some time refining it. Start inward. Stay present. But part of change means being very explicit and clear in what your goals and objectives are. Number two, get proximate. So often I am hearing about folks reading books, which is great, reading articles, which is great. But then who are you discussing those with after? Are you discussing those with people from a different identity and experience than you so you can have a more nuanced understanding and perspective to really hear about their experience? Or are you intellectualizing what it is that you're reading? And then the conversation stops there. So I want to challenge you. Get proximate. Get proximate to these issues. Find ways to have connectivity with people that have different experiences than you. And in particular, when we're thinking about the racial trauma that we have seen unfold in our country. Now is not the time to just intellectualize what it is that you're reading to gain a perspective. Take that reading and find ways to get proximate. A great way to do that is listening to my IG Live series, Conversations on Race. It happens every Thursday at Relinda Speaks on Instagram, 5.30 p.m. every Thursday, Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 East Coast. Come with questions. Come and chat with us, speak with us, and let's learn and grow together. But get proximate. Third step. Stay in a constant state of wonder. I'll say that again. Stay in a constant state of wonder. Keep questioning. Even when you put it all together, keep questioning. And then be able to reflect on the past. Reflecting right now in this present moment. And how can you take those two things to propel you for the future as we unlearn so much of what we have come to normalize. So stay in a constant state of wonder. Number four, take action. We talk a lot about change. And then there's a moment where you need to just take action. Remember, perfection isn't a prerequisite for change. So it doesn't have to be perfect, but you have to start. So figure out what that start looks like in your own sphere of influence. And number five, take accountability. How are you holding yourself accountable to number one, which was to make your goals and objectives clear so that you're transparent with yourself and others? How are you holding yourself accountable? 
Do you have an accountability partner? Is there someone that you can say, hold me accountable. Here's what I'm trying to do. Here's what I've laid out. How are you doing? And maybe they need you too to hold them accountable to some of the things that they're working on. So find that accountability partner because change isn't silent and it won't work if it's silent. So we need to get loud. We need to get loud with our change. So again, here are five steps that will help you in your quest to ensure that your change isn't silent. One, make goals and objectives. Stay present, start inward, but make your goals and objectives clear and transparent. Get proximate, get close. Now more than ever, we need to be in conversation with each other, listening to each other, learning from each other. Get proximate. Number three, stay in a constant state of wonder. Keep questioning, keep challenging. It's really easy to default to what we know. So we actually have to fight even harder. Number four, take action. Perfection isn't a prerequisite for change. And number five, accountability. We're building a culture of accountability. So how are you holding yourself accountable? How are you holding others accountable? Find that accountability partner and hold yourselves to it. Change isn't silent. And in this moment, there's an opportunity for us to re-examine, revise, and more importantly, reimagine what it can be if we all are free. I don't know if I'll see that in my lifetime, but I'm working hard to get there. keep thinking about that question what would it look like my daughter just turned 10 a couple days ago so I now have officially I now officially have a 10 year old and so I don't know what does that mean it's double digit so apparently it's a big thing um but it is this idea of is it a preteen that I now have on my hands I don't know. I mean, most days I feel like I'm in the house with a 20-year-old. A, a um, that it, So that's an interesting, but we'll save that for another podcast. But I keep thinking about, you know, what would it be like in reimagining this world where we were all free? And I think to my daughter as this new 10-year-old, where I feel like she has the world in front of her, where she can pursue any interests, pursue any passion, but just be able to thrive in her own skin. And then reality hits me of that's not quite a world yet that she will inherit. And so I want to work towards building that world where she can thrive, not in spite of, but because of who she is. And that's something that all of us want for our children, but also for ourselves. And so it keeps me fueled to continue doing this work. Hopefully it inspires you to keep dialogue 
open and keep it going because we all have an opportunity to play our part in getting it right this time. We all have the opportunity to do our part in creating change, meaningful, sustainable change. And that means we can't be silent. We can't soothe. We can't make others feel comfortable. So if you see something right now, whether it's in your own family, whether it's in the organization that you work in, brands that you support, schools that your children attend, if you see something right now that you know in your heart doesn't feel right or is not aligned with the change that you want to see, my question to you is, how are you advocating for the change that you want to see? And how are you assuring that change isn't silent? Because we know what happens when we're silent. Silence equals violence. And violence and trauma shows up in numerous ways. And it's irreparable. So, my last word today. You know I love a last word. How are you advocating for change within yourself, within society, and how are you ensuring that your change and the change that you're advocating for isn't silent? How are you ensuring that change isn't silent? And it really doesn't take that long. If we identify what needs to happen, it can be done. But again, we default to what we know. And that's what's happening right now. The change is slow to come because people default to what they know. And so there's that tension that exists. The tension between wanting to go back and resort back to what you know and seeing change on the horizon. Let's keep creating the change. Let's keep being loud. It's with us. You go inward to then go outward. All right, y'all, that's it for today. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. I want to quickly shout out my new Patreon subscriber, Kate. Welcome to the Patreon fam, Kate. Thank you for supporting. And as always, you can also support the podcast by becoming a patron on Patreon. Just hit up patreon.com backslash Relinda. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rolinda Speaks. Check out that IG Live series every Thursday, PST, Pacific Standard Time at 5.30 p.m. Take care. Be well. I'll see you next time. Bye.